Day Chicks, it's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hi, guys. Hi. What's going on? Wow. I can see y'all. That's what's going on. <laughs> I know, right? It feels so good. Yes, it's just in case the audience didn't know, we hope that you didn't notice. But the last couple of episodes were actually done remote. virtually, yeah. remote. I think we did good. We did really good. Some, some great content. Yeah. But um, all right, ladies. So today's topic. What are we talking about? We are talking about drop the Molly. Yes, yes, yes. And I know people are like, wait, y'all talking about some drugs? Nah, girl. No <laughs> drugs. <laughs> no drugs. No drugs. We are talking about insecure. Yes. Um, we are all watchers of insecure. Um, that is one of our favorite shows, I yes. guess. I think yeah. so. For me, for sure. And yeah. um, we are talking about Molly and Issa and their relationship. Um, we're going to use their relationship as, as, a a, story. as the story for this particular conversation. So hopefully you've watched it. Yes. Now. Hopefully yeah. you've watched it. Because I've kind of like not watched the last two episodes, so they're going to That's me. fine. Yeah. But um, okay, so just to give you guys like a, a back story or whatnot molly and Issa. if you've never watched insecure they're best friends Mm -hmm. and you know they have their up and down relationships and you know Issa. i mean molly has helped Issa with everything basically Basically. (laughs) you know she's the molly i guess i mean the way they kind of painted is molly is the more successful friend that's true um you know she is the lawyer she has the good job Issa lost her Um, job yeah, yeah Issa lost her job um, but Molly's relationships suck. Like she was dating the guy with the wife. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He, she was the side chick. Um, she, oh, he had an open relationship. He did. <laughs> he was cheating. Right. Cause the wife didn't know. <laughs> the, that was her friend. She was friends with both of the people. Yeah. They the went couple. to college with them. I think. Yeah. yeah. They had a history. Yeah. So, I mean, so you're saying that that was not cheating because. Oh, it's definitely cheating. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I just. <laughs> you just I'm saying. saying you just saying yeah, he I had an open some relationship. Some people feel like, oh, it's just an open relationship, which is another episode on another day. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Who got the story for that? <laughs> Nobody. It's going to be another scenario. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so she, you know, she. Her romantic relationships aren't so great and whatnot, but um, this season she gets a boyfriend, and but the, the funny thing is this boyfriend is the roommate of Issa's, I guess, old fling. I, mean, I don't know if it was a fling. I think it was a fling. I think. I mean, he wasn't no, was a boyfriend. He wasn't a boyfriend. He was. I mean, they it liked was a each other. It was yeah. a situation. Yeah, and I said I said that for a reason, mainly because. I had a revelation last night. Like, hold on. How Molly going to act like, you know, a certain way when Issa kind of hooked them up? But anyway. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, I got, okay. Well, let me finish. Let me finish telling the story. Okay. So the last episode, um, Issa has been working on this project. She's been working on this block party and, um, you know, the, the headliner dropped out. Mm-hmm. So, 
uh, Molly's boyfriend works for Rock Nation and she was like, hey, can you, you know, do me a favor? I know he knows some artists at Rock Nation. Can you put in a good word for me? Molly was like, mm, no, I don't want to overstep those boundaries in my relationship, blah, 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 all that type oh, of stuff. Basically, no like, I don't want to use a favor. Yeah, for you. for you. Exactly. What? So. Oh, Denise hadn't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Molly said that and Issa was like, okay. So then the most recent episode, um, yeah, the most recent episode, the block party happens. It is lit. It's lit. It's Aww. an amazing. Go, yeah. At first, Molly, you know, she's talking about she don't want to go. The boyfriend's what? like, you need to go. Stop acting like that. Why? You know, she I know. She's not, not yeah. considering not going to her friend. Yes. No. She, she was just talking. She was like. You know how you can be in your feelings and you just say stuff. Right. You don't really yeah. mean it. Because she was like, of course I'm going to go. Yeah. yeah. The boyfriend even called her out on it. He's like, but then let's did. not go. She was like, but I got to go. Okay. Okay. So she was just yeah. saying, you know, she was just in her feelings, but wanted someone to a be little bit too much though. Like She's it was unnecessary. Yeah, because I would never. That's why you got to drop a Molly. But let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So, so they get to the block party. The block party is amazing. All of that, and then at the end of the block party, um, wait, you leaving out one important part. Go ahead. <laughs> so, throughout the stream of this, uh, what is it? season mm -hmm. basically Issa has been working on the um headliner for the show mm -hmm. which is like a big big deal and so she has schoolboy q as mm -hmm. a headliner and he fell out and so the favor yeah, that, that we said that part yeah the favor yeah was for the headliner yeah it was for the headliner okay sorry yeah I thought she was going to say the part that Issa was now starting to build new relationships Relationship with, with other people. Oh, yeah. And she oh, had another, yeah. a whole nother But friend. that's like a whole nother, because yeah. that one right there, I'm like, girl, I'm going to touch that. Mm -hmm. I, and I'm, that's, okay. Let's yeah. say what, let's we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. stay focused. Yeah, we, that's, a, that's another one. But um, so at the end of the block party, I think it was, who brought it up? That um, the, the artist. The, the artist's artist management. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, the artist manager came over and was like, you know, thank you, da 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 da, and she he thanked the boyfriend, and you know, thank you for the hookup, blah blah blah. So Molly was like, "Wait a minute, what? What hookup?" And so what happened was Issa, who is I guess the situationship Nathan, she reached out to Nathan, and Nathan is roommates Ooh. with the boyfriend. Okay. So Nathan, Nathan, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like Nathan, you know, I'm like Nathan was trying to get back in of good. Course. So I just say Nathan. Yeah. Fine, Nathan. Yeah, <laughs> fine, Nathan. <laughs> Nathan with the pretty eyes. I'll do it for you. <laughs> I said fine, fine. That's the vocal. He got that voice too. What? I'm not, I'm not touching it. <laughs> so uh, Nathan, you know, talked to his roommate and was like, hey, can you help Issa getting a headliner? And that's what happened. And so, he did it. And he did it. He didn't see anything wrong with it. Right. Molly gets offended. Mm. Molly was like, I thought I told you not to, um, you know, not to reach out to him. You're a what? user. You use Nathan. You use him. Blah, blah, blah. And basically, they was about to fight. Like, they got into each other's face. Molly yeah. got, actually, I think it was more so on Molly. I was feel like Molly Because Molly was like. Yeah. yeah. Molly the one that started shooting fingers. Yeah. You know? you, you, you was like, oh, she had you better get out of my face. Yeah. 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 You can't do, you, you know. But why, so, why did that bother her so much? That's what we about to talk about. Yeah. So how it so how it all ended was, of course, you know, they outside as black people. Somebody was like, somebody got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and they started. Pew, pew, Mr. Chopper. 
they started <laughs> running. So they started running, and that's how it just it just got burst. broken up. Oh, and wow. basically, that's how the episode ended in a way. Like, so we have to wait until Second. well, by the time y'all hear it this, we'll we'll it. already see it. Oh, we can talk about it in the stories. We can talk about yeah, it we can talk watch. about the update in the stories. But uh, that is what happened, and we're I guess in a way we're talking about toxic friendships or you know yeah, certain. Man. Know like friendships that run Period. their course, yeah. yeah. You know what I so, mean. Let's dive in, ladies. I, go ahead, Lauren. You start. I was just gonna ask, would y'all drop a Molly? Like, would that, like, looking at the situation that's between she and Issa and like what they're going through, do you think it's something that, and now maybe this is too premature to ask, but do you think it is a friendship that you would drop? Like, you know, if you have a friend that, um, you all have a lot of history, you know, you all have had a lot of, which is history, you all had a lot of experiences, this friend has always been there for you, has always been your support system, but in recent events, this friend has now starting to be a little combative in the Mm -hmm. way that they act, Um, yeah, so would you guys drop a situation like that, or do you think it's something that you could potentially salvage? Uh, I think that... For me, I would drop it in the moment. And if it's a lifelong friendship, then it'll come back together. I think sometimes people grow and they grow apart. And you kind of got to grow by yourself before you can come back into friendship with somebody. I just feel like the dynamic between Issa and Molly is that when you're in those types of friendships, you're used to the other friend being a certain way. And when they start to grow out of what you know them as, it becomes really difficult to handle them. Especially if you feel like you're the mature friend, you're the one who always has it all together, you're the one who's always helping them, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like they're maturing and they're kind of doing their own thing. It changes the dynamic and you have to really figure out like, how do I deal with you now? Because the relationship mm-hmm. I had for you was showing up for you. And now that that's not something that you necessarily need or that I'm necessarily willing to give, what does our friendship look like at this point? So I feel like it's all about, you know how I am. They just need a good conversation. Yeah. Like, I feel like they need to just throw all the cards on the table and talk about it because it was so much pent up aggression to that moment. Because remember the episode before was Thanksgiving. Yeah. And they didn't, they were supposed to talk. They didn't talk. So they had so many opportunities to talk about the issues and it never happened. What? What are you gonna I was say? I about to say, can we be real? I was gonna say, I'm considering <laughs> dropping a Molly. Listen. I no, I mean, you can drop a Molly, but. <sighs> I feel like before I drop you, I need to tell you how I feel. Yeah. Go ahead, Denise. Well, okay. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because I was going to say, is that necessary? Do you necessarily have to tell someone? If, you're, if it's your best friend. Yeah, yeah that, that, that to me, they're be- best they, yeah, yeah, they're best friends. So you I'm owe like, a conversation. Now, if it was like maybe an acquaintance and there's tension between us, I'd be like, you know what? I'm good. But they're best friends. Right. They're like, come over my house on Thanksgiving, friends. Yeah. That's a different level of friendship right there. I mean, I've had friends like that and I would be, and maybe it wasn't the right thing for me to do, but I knew I saw myself 
separating or you know i just saw our lives going different ways and, and just, i was and i just left i dropped i dropped you and i kept it moving and i did not owe them a conversation or was anything. it like a best friend though? but did they but did they do what molly did like molly was in her face like i feel yeah, like there needs to be some type of resolution to that or something like why you get up in my face like that yeah that wasn't necessary because yeah. you know especially two grown women first of all they about 30 they about 30 they, they yeah. are 30. Yeah. yeah they're definitely so but go ahead, Denise. I mean, to your point, Sade, I feel like, um, you know, if you're accustomed to the friendship being a certain kind of way and you guys are kind of like outgrowing each other, you know, and you have that conversation, because in my situation, the conversation has already been had. Like, I'm not having it again and again and again and again and again. With your Molly? Uh, Molly's, Sure. I get Ooh. it, and I feel like okay when the conversation. She said yeah, she said I get it. Right. That was ass on the Molly, right? And I feel like with me, like I just learned, and I just had a conversation maybe two days ago with one of them, where I'm the kind of person where I take on other people's emotions or however mm. they feel. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm used to being a strong friend. I pray for everybody and do 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 do. But now that I've experienced other friendships and I longer no longer have that responsibility where it's like equal. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be that one friend that is like holding everybody together. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't have to do that. Now I feel like okay, you know what? Well this is more so what I would like. You know what I mean? More edifying to my spirit. To my spirit. For real. Yeah. This is really maybe what it was supposed to be. And I'm mm-hmm. just now experiencing that. So if I've already had a conversation conversation with you and you know you still treat it as if this is the same situation and because it's not operating in the same space and because you know our friendship looks different than what you're accustomed to and you're still holding on to that I can't I can't it it just I gotta drop drop I gotta Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I can't for my emotional mm-hmm. well-being and for my peace and for everything that I need, I, I got to drop it. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I mean, I think we're just at an age where it's like you're too old to be hanging on to friends that don't really speak to what your spirit needs from a friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a quote. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> That's a quote. I understand. Yeah. You know? But I was going to say, if we're keeping it 100, if we're talking about friendship... I think that, like, even with us, as close as we are, we've had our moments where we've been like, yo, this is how I feel. We need to meet up. We need to talk. Da, 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 da. And I feel like it comes with. Well, we ain't about to fight each other. No, we ain't never been <laughs> at blows. But we've yeah. been at the point where it's like there's pent up aggression or frustration. And you have to sit down, like you said, Ayana, and talk it out. Mm-hmm. And I think when you talk it out, it gives you the opportunity to say, okay, is this something that's resolvable? Or is this something where, okay, at this point now, yeah, we just need to go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. I will say concerning Molly, she has put forth that effort to try and reach out to Issa to talk, you know, in, in relation to the show. Um, and I remember this was during the Thanksgiving episode um, that <laughs> Molly, I guess Molly had, was supposed to cook some pie or something mm-hmm. for Issa and she was going to invite Issa over once their family got through eating to and eat she would pie. pie. Right. And, and Issa's yeah. brother, I think, told her something like, You don't have to do what you don't have to do something just that because, you don't want to do. Yeah, that right. you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And so Issa didn't want to meet up with Molly. So they never had that conversation. So I really feel like as I'm watching the show now, it's almost like a boiling point has been reached, mm-hmm. right? It's almost like they have well, one person has attempted to try and reach out to someone to have the conversation, to talk, to discuss. Um but this person has been um, avoid. <laughs> this person has been avoiding the other person, so um, it's it's now. I guess the aggression has now gotten to a point where 
they're just, I don't know, they're just now upset with each other to the point where one feels like throwing blows. But I don't really think, to be candid with you, I don't really think Molly wanted to, like, hit Issa. I just think you were just caught up in the, mo- the Do moment. Do you think it was fair for her to be that mad, though? No, no I don't. I don't right. understand it. No, I don't understand Yeah, that's why I think her aggression was towards something else. I don't think it was a big deal that... You want to know what I think it is? Go ahead. <laughs> I think it's control. Because mm-hmm. think about the whole... Yeah. course of that we know of of their relationship of course they're fictional characters but they are from the beginning exactly but you know from jump like think about it molly has always been had the upper hand right and now that it seems like Issa don't need her no more i mean it's but that's like weird because Issa did need her yeah and she didn't show up for her yeah, but it was like but Molly always shows. I'm not I was gonna, gonna say, say Molly could probably feel like she's yeah. tired. I mean, because I mean, let's flip it. There's been a lot let's of let's talk about the Molly. Yeah, I think Molly thinks she better than Issa. That's Ooh. what it is as well. Because like it's like, oh, I I value this relationship. For, well, first in one of all, aspect, she is. Let's be real about it. Ooh. In one aspect, she is. What? If you think about now, when it comes to relationships, listen, though, listen, listen, listen. Now, I, when it comes to relationships, listen, Linda, listen, listen, Linda, listen, Linda. <laughs> in one, I feel like in one aspect, she is, and the reason I say that is like if you look at financially, if you look at like support, what if, makes her better though? This, I'm telling you, <laughs> I won't say that's say better it, though. I didn't say. I'm saying in the fact of there are a lot of instances where like. Issa needed a financial support or Issa needed, you know, a place to stay in that aspect. Molly was able to provide those things. I'm not saying that Molly is the complete package and Molly, she's Issa got a place where Molly could stay. No, she but didn't. She's saying that once now when, now when she, yeah, literally, because she cheated on her man, right? right. Got kicked she out. was literally oh, homeless. No. So, like, it, I'm saying in in those aspects, if you look at certain, like, if you just look at categories, like, if you look at a financial category, yeah, Molly's doing a lot better. But if you look at an emotional category, Molly's not doing that great. You know, mm-hmm, so yeah. I just think if you look at different categories of like what's in your life or what's existing in your life in some categories molly is kind of doing a little bit better in some things versus others i want to get off of molly and Issa. i want to talk about like in real life like the dynamic of female friendships just in real life is there and i think we've touched on it before on the girl she ain't your friend episode in most female relationships is there always like friendship roles and what happens when those roles change so like I'll say at one point in my life, I probably was the never available friend, like the one who's like, I'll call you randomly and month to month. But like, I'm not kicking it with you every other weekend just because that's not the friend that I am. So it's like I was the unavailable friend. It's um, it's funny because we were kind of talking about this last night on our Zoom call. And I was talking about um, the different, I guess, levels of friendship. And how I know, personally, I know that, you know, like, outside of my husband and my parents, there's, like, one person I know that I can talk to them about every single thing. Like, they just get me. And then I could talk to these other people about parenting and marriage and all of that. And then I could talk to these people about this. And and then, then it has a few people where it's like, we just shooting the breeze and it's just very surface. 
And what I was saying last night was we just have to learn to understand the levels like the shooting debris people. I can't put my hope and expectation of I'm going to divulge my whole heart to you because we haven't got in depth in that place yet. So I feel like people just need to understand, like, what level of friendship are you really at with certain people? And then sometimes those can be interchangeable. So the shooting the breeze person could end up being like one of your best friends. And then your best friend could end up, we ain't talked for months. And now you're just shooting the breeze. And now you're shooting the breeze. But then we could still build back up to confiding. So it's like recognizing the seasons, I guess, and and being okay with that. Honestly, I think that's so profound, like what you just yeah, said. literally. Because like, when I think that's... about, like, me and my best friend, that is us 100%. Like, we've been friends since high school. And there has been times where we're not talking for months. Mm-hmm. But when we do pick up that phone and when we talk, we talking for hours. Pick up just like nothing never happened. Like, exactly. nothing never happened. Yeah. Shout out to you, Lindsay. You know I love you, girl. <laughs> but, um, oh, I'm just... Huh? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh no! Yeah, well, no, no. I mean, my female friend. My female female best. Go ahead, go ahead. So, um, but I, I, I respect like what Ayana said because I literally think it is just an understanding of of knowing like, okay, you're this friend. T- and it's gonna sound. I don't think today. Not <laughs> <laughs> today. No. But it's like you're you're this friend that fits within this area of my life versus mm-hmm. another friend that fits in the other area, and I think it's just. I think for both parties is having that respect to understand like the position that you play in their lives and not get offended that I didn't say that we weren't friends. Mm -hmm. It's just that like, okay, yeah, our friendship may not be as, you know, profound as my, my best friend, Lindsay, because Lindsay and I have literally been friends since high school, you know? So like we have so many years that are attached. Yeah. That are attached and experiences. And she's seen some highs and some lows and et cetera, you know, versus a friend that, you know, I may have just met maybe like a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just like having that understanding and that knowledge and that respect. And I think too, it takes you having friends of your own. I was going to say that because that's, I get what you're saying, but the danger comes when that other person doesn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have another source or other group or yeah. mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, and they're holding you at a certain standard, and you may be growing and experiencing other things, but mm-hmm. they're like, wait, you're supposed to be this person for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's so dangerous. Yeah. But I do think sometimes everybody doesn't have that same revelation. Yeah. And then, but, then, you, but then also you, you meet some people that – you just knew them two months ago and they get real clingy. So you got to yeah. be careful. Right. Yeah. So. I think I think it's interesting how, I mean, I was going to say Christian women, but women in general bucket their friends. Like I think about like when I was a teenager and I was really like developing friendships that weren't mandated by like parents. Because, you know, like when you're kids, yeah. mm-hmm. you're friends with the people that you know, your parents hang out with their parents. And I mean, that's really all you got. You ain't got no choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then like, once you become a teenager, you start driving or you start hanging out or whatever. It's like, you kind of get to pick your group of friends. And I remember having like my church friends where it's like, oh, we go to church or we sing in a choir together or we do this or we do that. And we hang out after church. And then it's like, but I got my high school friends. And then once you get older, it's like, oh, I got my college friends. And even now it's like, I'm realizing like I have married friends and it's just Mm -hmm. like navigating the dynamics of those different relationships and then where I fit in those spaces. Mm -hmm. So like, even with, you know, the new relationships I'm building now with friends who are like my married friends, understanding that 
I'm in a space where it's like I'm engaged, so I'm not married yet. So I'm in a space of like getting wisdom and knowledge from them versus another space where I'm seen as the wise one of the group. Does that make sense? It does. So it's like you're changing your role. Yeah. Right. Because you're used to giving the advice, but now you're getting the advice. Right. Or understanding that in different circles of friends, my role is different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Depending on the friendship. Yeah. So. I heard, I I read something that said people need to have, um, they say you need to have $100 friends, you need to have $1,000 friends, and you need to have million dollar, million, millionaire friends. And then they were saying pretty much you need to like respect the position that each friendship plays. Mm. They were saying, don't discount a friend that may only have a hundred dollars in their pocket. Cause, but because maybe they're bringing some level of knowledge that you don't have, mm-hmm. or don't discredit the person that has just a thousand dollars in their pocket, because maybe they're at the same level, but maybe it's something that you guys can feed, you know, across like mm-hmm. each other. I think Issa, Issa Rae has actually said it like working horizontally versus working vertically. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, and then they were saying, of course, have like your million dollar friends, people that you can learn from, you can grow from, like you can, you can take advice so that you can, you know, propel and you can level up. Right. So I think I kind of look at the same thing too. Like I'm using money wise, but even like, if you think about wisdom of course you don't want to hang out with somebody that's not wise right. but i think everybody should be a mentor and you should have a mentee, mentee. Mm-hmm. right you know like that should always wait you mean be. have a mentor and have a mentee yes i'm sorry you mm-hmm. should have a mentor i'm sorry what yes <laughs> <laughs> you should we, be a mentor you know what she meant you should be a mentor, mentor and, and have a mentee yeah, okay. yeah yeah I mean, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with that. Have any of you guys ever been in a space where you did have to drop a friend? And why? And what did that look like for you? Y'all be dropped away. <laughs> I, I have. Um, I, um, Lawrence be a silent drop, though. You don't, you don't see it coming <laughs> until it's there. Mine's was kind Go. of a silent drop, too. It was a few years ago I met a young lady, um... What's her name? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's funny because I feel like y'all might know her. Ooh. Um, we met at the, the place where we we you we know met. we met, <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, you know we're I guess close in age, and you know she has children. I, I no, I wasn't pregnant yet. I don't think I was pregnant yet. But you know, um, we got to know each other, hung out, such and such, blah blah blah. But I think because of this person's profession and they're so used to leading people and helping people and I guess in a way um, telling people how to live their lives in a way. That's, I'm trying to say it without saying it. But um, it, that's, it felt like she was trying to do that with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to be a friend. Like, you know, it's some friends where, like Charday said, and we were saying that, you know, it's some friends... Like, you can be my mentor, you know. And that's I mean, cool. I wouldn't even right. call it a mentor. Yeah, or you know, or I can learn from you, and <laughs> you know, leadership wise, right. all of that. Why right. y'all laugh like that? But in this particular case, I'm like, I just want to just like hang out. Right. Like we ain't like we just vibing. Yeah, right. we just we just vibing, and it was like every little thing was like, you know. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not one of your children. That's right. like, like how it was coming off, and it just kind of. 
rubbed you the wrong way. It did. It rubbed me the wrong way, and it just kind of. I was like, "All right, Lord, get me out of this." Uh-oh. And it's. <laughs> oh my god! Get me out of this. That's how it really was <laughs> about the friendship. And then <laughs> now you know the favorite prayer, Lord. Anybody that's not meant to be right purge in my life, purge me. Please just and remove it just, them. It started just phasing out, like it. Fa- but I think, like I saw this person a couple of years later, and I feel like. Well, they they actually started dating somebody and, you know, and all of that. So that kind of, you know, kind of helped. That kind of helped. But it was like when I saw them a couple of years later, I guess they I don't know if they just don't like me no more or whatever. But it was like really like awkward. Yeah, it was I, I wasn't trying stank. to make it awkward, but it was yeah, it was a little, it was a little, little low key, low key stank, like you low know, like mm-hmm. like hey, you know, and just like that, you know, me, I'm like, I guess Girl, I I, I hug everybody, right? And you know, no matter what, I'm you like, like I don't, yeah. I'm so. But she was just like, hey, you know, and just kept moving, and I was like, okay, 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 cool. That I'm fine with that, you know. Has anybody ever been dropped? I feel like I have. I mean, if I'm dropping you, then I'm dropping too. So, sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Be clear. Lauren has to drop people. No, I think, I think, I think I, no. I don't really like, I'm not the girl that's, and y'all gonna probably say otherwise, but I'm not the girl that's like, oh, let's be friends. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're not. I'm, I'm not, I'm not that type chick. So I if think I, like, us are. Yeah. yeah. So if be I like become that, your yeah. friend, is organically happening. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Except for this one time. This one time in college, I my friend Makia, I definitely picked her out and I said, she's going to be our friend. And she's still our friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> so when, you, when you know, you know. You right. you know. It's, yeah. I don't know. Right. I just, you was just prophesying. Yeah. I picked her. I seen her in the student center one day and I told Sierra, I, I said, Sierra, that's our friend. She's going to be our friend. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't usually do that, and I'm really leery about people who do that too. To yeah. be honest, who um, like maneuver to make specific or just they just want to be your friend all of a sudden, and it's like why? Mm. Yeah, I feel <laughs> no, that's real. Gotcha, yeah. sorry. Right. Right. Like, that's real. What do you want? Yeah, I think because of the space we're in, we we have to do that in a way. Like each one of us, just being when we really look at our lives and the space we're in, the responsibilities that we hold as women, we all are like. Why? Because it's, it's too much at stake. Like, what's yeah. going on? And like, so it's too much at stake yeah. to be my friend and not really be my friend. Does that make sense? Yeah, it it's too much at stake to let you in and you're not really supposed to be here. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, for listeners out there, just in terms of building <laughs> friendships, preaching on this bad if, boy today. If you have, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, you just have to think, like, when I open the door to you and you're in my house, there's so much in my house that you have access to. Yeah. That if you're not really meant to be here, I cannot let you in. Yeah. Because at this point in my life, I have too much to lose by opening my door to the wrong type of people. Exactly. So it's like, if you're, what's the word that I'm looking for? Intentions are not pure and good. Mm-hmm. If you are not sent by God to be my friend, I'm going to have to drop a mommy. Because, yeah. like, you know, there are some people that you meet and they Ooh. try to be your friends and they kind of get up all in your business. I'm and not a person. you describing a person. I can see them in my brain right now. <laughs> and, you know, when you they leave, you, you're kind of worried about what they would say about you to other people. Yeah. Those are not, like, I don't have time for that. Right. Like, but I know, like, every person sitting here right now, 
Like, I know if, let's say, we grow apart, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about what y'all going to say about me to somebody else. Because that's, that's a real friend. A friend, yeah. a friend, even when they're not your friend. friend? Yeah. You're still your friend in a way because yeah. they I mean, hold you down. Right. They, I mean, that, and I mean, the word of God says that, you know, when it talks about Jesus, I think it's like the message version or something like that. It's like, you know, a friend is someone that you tell your, te- your secrets to. It's when Jesus was talking about the disciples and he was like, you know, I call you friends because friends know my secrets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I've divulged secrets to you guys. And it's kind of like if a person cannot hold your secret, then they're not your friends. So. Exactly. It makes me think about the inner court and outer court. There are some exactly. people that are meant and, you know, we, exactly. you just have to be responsible and diligent in figuring out Or just the court is. in general. You don't need to be on the court. You don't need to be nowhere near the court. Right. Lauren said you don't need to be in the court. Don't be on the court. In the court. Out of court. You don't need to get a uniform. No. You are a bench rider. That's what you're going to be. A bench rider. You outside the gym. You aren't shooting with us in the gym. Lord, I've been dropped by friends though before. How did that make you feel? Did you feel like they were at what <laughs> Well, my, how me. did that make you feel? Like, <laughs> no, my mind went, my mind went like, in your mind, what kind of friendship was it for you? <laughs> she came in real quick. She sure did. Shade said, I've been dropped before, but how did that make you feel, Shade? You know, I have somebody, I have a friend that listens to the podcast and they're like, you know, you're the Ayana fix my life person because you're always the person who's like, okay, so tell so me. So how did that make you feel? So tell me. I feel like I'm the one that always got the problem. <laughs> how did that make you feel, beloved? Um, <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I was very hurt, actually. I am. Um, oh, when I moved to Atlanta. Sense. Y'all are they ain't got no sense. <laughs> no sense. And I think, I mean, most of y'all know, y'all know this story, but like when I moved to Atlanta from DC, it was like super, super quick. So like I got a job and moved within like three weeks of getting the job or whatever. It may have even been less than that. Um, but it was just like super quick. And so there was a group of friends that I had before I left that area. And if I'm being 100% honest, that those relationships had kind of sort of started deteriorating when I had initially got engaged. And I don't think any of them were engaged. So it was almost Mm -hmm. like that dynamic of like, even when you think about insecure, where like the friend had the baby and the other friends are trying to navigate Mm -hmm. around. She's the one that has the baby, but you don't Mm -hmm. have a baby yet. That's that's a a topic, too. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's it's trying to navigate, like, how do I deal with a friend that's now at a different Mm -hmm. season in life than I'm in? without seeming like I'm um, envious or jealous, but really it's just that I don't understand that season. Right. Because right. mm-hmm. you haven't experienced it before. Right. Yeah. And so I think we were going through that kind of shift because I was, what, maybe like 24 or whatever, 25. And it, so I was kind of like almost like the first one in that season. So that dynamic had started. And then I had just up and was like, all right, I'm moving. Um, and when I moved, I did not hear from them. Like, before I left, I remember, you know, certain friends saying, like, oh, I'm going to come down. I'm going to visit you, da 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 And it was a group of friends. And, of course, like I said, my friends were bucketed. So, you know, like, Leslie, Carissa, Sierra, my best friends from high school and college, came. Like, Leslie and Carissa have been here multiple times. Sierra has been here multiple times. Mm-hmm. But that group of friends, when I moved, it was like I did not hear from them at all. And it was like, dang, I got, I was dropped. I was the Molly drop. <laughs> um, and it and it hurt because it was it was friends that I'd met in church 
So I felt like I'm moving because I'm growing spiritually. So if anything, those are the friends I felt like I would maintain the connection to, Mm -hmm. especially when like Leslie and Carissa, um, they're spiritual, of course, but they also were kind of having a... um, an out-of-body experience with me because I had changed so drastically. Like, gone from clubbing and doing all of this stuff to wearing turtlenecks in the summer and not listening to nothing but gospel music. Mm-hmm. And so for somebody who's really close to you, that is a dramatic change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were on the ride. Like, Leslie and Chris were, like, on the ride. Of course, we talked about Sierra in the nail shop and how at first she was mm-hmm. not. <laughs> Mimi, do my nails. <laughs> <laughs> she kicked you all the way Sierra was not not down for the ride. Sierra was like, and that's why I say like when friends, like when you have Molly and Issa, like I think about me and Sierra and it's like, yeah, we had a big, big blow up. But at the end of the day, you know, years down the line, if I ever needed anything. And I mean, when I say anything, I mean, I could have just landed at DCA airport and I call her and I'm like, I'm at DCA, I got a rag, you could pick me up. Sure, I'm on the way. Mm. Yeah. Would drop anything and be there for me. And I mean, I think that's a real friend. She was along for the ride. But these friends who, at that point in my life, I had began spending most of my time with, I had stopped really kicking it with Sierra and I wasn't hanging out with Leslie and Carissa as much because Carissa had had a baby. Um... I think Leslie might have still been like in law school or doing something with that. So these were the friends that I was hanging out with. And I didn't, it was radio silence. Mm. And it hurt me to my core. And then years later, you know, I found out that they were telling people like, oh yeah, when Charday moved, she dropped us. She never said nothing to us. And it was kind of like, I don't think that that's how that happened. But if that's how you perceive that it happened, then I can't argue with anybody's Mm -hmm. version of reality. Mm -hmm. Um, But that really, 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 really hurt me. Because it was kind of like I was here, I was by myself, and I felt like the friends who were closest to me before I came here kind of just dropped me. And I didn't know Mm. if it was because I wasn't where they were geographically or what. I feel like sometimes that happens, though, when, like, the Lord is positioning you for, like, a transition period. Mm -hmm. Like, usually you are experiencing, like, this silent silent moment where you don't have friends or you're not necessarily as close to people that you used to be in the past. And for me, it's just, like, I've learned to accept the journey. Like, yeah. learn to just accept that, okay, this is where I am. And even if I got to be alone, it's right. fine. And mm-hmm. you said something earlier. You say, if you are true friends, you will find your way back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would, like, I, I would be completely honest, like, with my whole friendship with Lindsay. Like, when I was in college, we were not talking a whole lot, first of all, because I was super stressed when I was in, especially undergrad. I was so stressed out and, like, just trying to do the best that I can academically, um, and so I didn't have time to talk to nobody. I went talking to Lindsay. I went to, I didn't have any friends like in college, but I realized that was just a time for me to really like reflect and get myself together and just be focused on what it was that I was doing at the time. And I, this is why I so appreciate our friendship because it was like when that season was over, she and I picked up right where we left off, you know, like we was able to just chat on the phone and then of course her life you know has made different transitions too and I just think it's a thing of like as both friends respecting the place that your friend is at the Mm -hmm. moment loving them through that process and understanding Mm -hmm. like don't take it to heart that okay personal yeah or personal like that I'm not picking up the phone every week to you know chat with you to see how you doing it's just like I have a lot going on mm-hmm, and, right. and understand that like if for me I have to oftentimes think about the fact that okay well did we end at a bad point 
No. So then why am I tripping? Like, why am I freaking out? If mm-hmm. if we if everything was good before she stopped talking, then it'd probably still be good if we pick up the phone tomorrow. Yeah. You know? Like, hey. So I just think it's, first of all, it's like wisdom, being mature about it, and just respect. Like, respecting where your friend is and praying them through it. Because if they're not picking up the phone, you know something going on. Like, yeah. we've had situations where our friend is not picking up the phone. We've done everything that we could to check on them, mm-hmm. and they're still not picking up the phone. We say, okay, so this yeah. is time to pray. Right. We're going to yeah. let you have your moment. Moment and we're gonna pray you through this. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, if I'm being completely honest, now we're at a point where one of them, I talk to her probably every month now. And I mean, when I went, started going back home and visiting and stuff like that, one of them I would meet up with, and she was like, you know, it was just, you know, once you left, it was just so abrupt. And she was like, initially, I felt like you didn't tell us what was going on. And I was like, keeping it in 100. I didn't know what was going on. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I was giving you the information that I had. I I didn't apply for a job. Somebody called me and interviewed me. I got a job and was gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so her I talked to. And the other ones, you know, we like each other's stuff on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And DM. So, I mean, there's absolutely no blood, but bad blood. blood. Yeah. Like, I want to make sure that that's put out there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I did know what it felt like to be dropped. But like you said, in some of those seasons, you need to be by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So are we going to break it? Oh, oh, no, no, I don't think we break. Are we breaking? We can. Okay. Let's go to a break, guys. Let's go to a break. And then we'll come back with a scripture. We will be right back. A W. Save Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by the Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info. All right, ladies, we are back. Who got the scripture for today? Me. I got the scripture. Go on, girl. All right, so today's scripture comes from Matthew 18, 15, and this is the English Standard Version. It says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. And I think that it goes back to what we said in the beginning about having a conversation. Like, if you feel mm-hmm. in some type of way with your friend just mm-hmm. have a conversation and don't let it be in a public place like i think one of the things about pent-up aggression and being mad at somebody for so long is usually it comes out at the wrong time mm-hmm. typically in a public forum like going back to that episode yeah I, that was so tacky yes. very tacky <laughs> i wish somebody would and the event i was doing exactly or it comes out in a way that really it doesn't display your heart in the nature mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean that's probably how she really felt though but i don't think she was aggressive you know like when you have that conversation privately you're probably not gonna be that turn you're probably that's not true. gonna be you know because that's your friend true yeah that's true that's true that's true any other thoughts on friendship and dropping people or being dropped um mm, no i feel like we covered everything like we touched all the points um Mm. in a way you know we touched a lot of the points um it was something that Ilyana, do you have anything (laughs) (laughs) Ilyana. That Ayana fixed my life. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I was like, I, I was lost a little bit too. I was like, you are Ayana. <laughs> no, Denise. She should have been like, beloved. <laughs> beloved. <laughs> Do you have anything? 
Yeah. I just think you need to be spirit led, you know? Yeah. Sometimes Absolutely. you drop people, sometimes you pick them back up, whatever the case may be, you mm-hmm. know, just consult. And if you need some new friends, pray them in. Oh, that it, it it's funny. That reminded me of like how last night on our Zoom call Chaz was saying that, you know, she knows that she's that friend that doesn't necessarily remember a lot of things. Right. So it's like, don't hold it against her. Right. Like she, you know, like, I love you. I right. love you, but I don't remember your birthday. And that's you know? real. That's so, what I'm like, you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's the friend. That's, yeah. That, you know. So understanding the different friends that you have and giving them grace and extending grace and everything. So, yeah. And I think that comes from knowing, like really, mm-hmm. truly knowing your friends. Mm-hmm. I think, that was one of the things I was going to say. Look, look at the Lord bringing mm-hmm. things back to people's remembrance. Um, like we were talking about like how with us, we're the type of friends where, you know, some of those issues we don't have like in terms of being able to communicate or say, hey, this is how I feel. And I feel like a lot of times you attract closely people who are similar to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like I think about like. Leslie and Chris and Sierra and how they're all very like strong personalities where it's like if they feel in some type of way it's not no like pussyfoot and passive aggressiveness it's like yo you did da 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 I feel like da 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 I didn't like how da 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 and it's just on the table like there's no I'm gonna pretend like I don't have a problem with you but really deep down inside I have a problem with you mm-hmm. um and I love that. Like, I love that about the people who are closest to me, mm-hmm. that the friends that I currently have are people who are not afraid to speak up about how they feel. Mm-hmm. So. Gotcha. What were you about to say, Lauren? I just realized I was dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just reflected back on the time I was actually dropped. Who dropped uh, you? How did you feel? Uh, we really gotta go. Uh, <laughs> Like that. No. I mean it hurt. Like like what you said, uh Sade it hurt. But I think they dropped when I think about the <laughs> man, I'm so <laughs> when I think about it, they dropped me because I had for me, I had distanced myself from them intentionally. Mm. Oh, because, so you dropped them first. No, not really. She didn't drop I them. Didn't she was dr- I was just off. Yeah, oh, I was just okay. going through something. Okay. I didn't I just distanced myself and it was really apparent how I did it. So we were like in a public place and I just, I didn't like recognize the person how I usually did. I was young back then. Whoa. So like I, you know how you could just, you see somebody that you're super cool with across the room. And of course, like on their face, they're excited to see you, but you just kind of give them like a, a nod. Mm. Not even that, just cold stare Ooh. and then you just keep it moving. Ooh, and so I did that and they dropped, they should have dropped me. They should have. You should have dropped I did. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Yeah, but I was, I told y'all, I but was it, going through something. But it wasn't, so it wasn't <laughs> about them. It was just how you were dealing that day and it just came out or, yeah. in that interaction. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. And Wait, so it was that day or it was just that day. And I tried to I tried to reach out to them That's afterwards. Yeah, I tried to reach out to them afterwards, but like by then they were just so heated with me. But they didn't even reply. They didn't yeah. How long after that happened did you reach out? Like it was shortly after, maybe like a couple of days after. Because we at that time we were in we, I was said I was young, so I was super young. We was in high school, so I was like in high oh, school. That don't with count. Them. It does though, because the crazy thing <laughs> was, do. she and I end up going to the same college. It do count. She and I end up going to the same college, and I'll never forget there was an event. I didn't even I didn't know that she went to the college. Yeah, Whoa. and I was at this event, 
and I was standing in the, in the crowd full of people, and all of a sudden I heard her and her friends, and I heard her voice, and I was like, dang, that sound like so-and-so. And so I turned, sure enough, it was her. Crazy thing was, she looked at me and gave me back that same stare I gave to her. And you looked excited? I looked excited to see her because I was like, yo, this is an opportunity for me to like connect with somebody. And now we're older, you know, was that her look reminded me of that same look I gave her. Was that the college where you really kind of felt by yourself? Yep. Oh, Mm. my God. Yep. Mm. I felt by myself. That was crazy. Yeah. And like where our college was, like I was, of course, the College of Design. We were so distanced from everywhere else at on our campus. So if somebody, the event happened at our, at our college, cause our college building was a little nice. It was a nicer, mm-hmm. interesting building. So they were, they were having a probate. That's what it was. They were having a probate and she at that time was a part of a sorority. And so, um, they did, you know how sororities be doing a chance or whatever. So, but she led the chant that they were doing Strong. and no, they weren't strolling. It was just, you know how you do Chance. your bird call, oh, you know, whatever. I don't know what it's called. Y'all don't get them. You know, don't get at me. But um, she was she was leading the chant or whatever. And I heard her voice. And that's what that's when I turned. And, of course, they had did their chant or whatever. And I just, I can clearly remember her turning her head, looking at me like, I see you, but I'm not about to say nothing. Mm. And it just kept and y'all, and you never reached out after that. Mm-mm. And now, like, I mean, her life, of course, has evolved. Like, she's engaged now. And I'm so happy. I'm like, I'm so happy for her. But it's just like, ah, I guess it's just, dang. You know, it was water no under back. a bridge now. Huh? It was no coming back. Yeah, all because I made a stupid mistake to just, you know. But I just had to think. I was, as y'all was sitting there, I was like, dang, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's just life lessons that you learn, yeah. you know. That's why I tell people all the time. I say, you know, when you think about friends, um, consider it like if you think about whether or not you want to be friends with this person because of something happened. Like, just consider the long haul yeah. You know, yeah, decision of that. Like, that's you know, true. do you see, number one, how did you value this person in your life? Do you want this person in your life? Mm-hmm. And if this person is something that you want in your life, like, work it out. Like, yeah. don't. Don't allow for time to pass. And, you know, now y'all have emotions building and you can never repair it because it was just a lack of somebody taking the initiative to say, hey, let's work this out because I value you. I really want you in my life. I really want us to have a friendship. And if it doesn't work after that, at least you can say you tried. Yeah. But to just kind of let it be and, you know, mm-hmm. don't put forth any effort, you know. That True. that can then you'll get a nasty stare like I did at a probate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just thought about it. I, that's a weird way to end this whole podcast, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yep. All right, so um, our woman currently winning. I almost messed it up. <laughs> Y'all know how I <laughs> Our woman currently winning for this week is the um, very own. Miss Issa Rae, um, we wanted to like basically highlight her, of course, because we talked about this episode of Insecure and Molly and whatnot, but honestly, for giving us good content, yeah. um, we talk about, I feel like we talk about Insecure quite a bit yeah, in our conversations and, you know, the different topics and things that are going on within the show and, you know, as I, yeah, I guess, yeah, young adults, because that age group, we are young adults. 
And um, so, yeah, shout out to Issa for constantly bringing great content. I have been a follower of hers since Awkward Black Girl on YouTube. So I was you watching know. her first episodes yesterday. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that's kind of when I was introduced to her. Yeah, I, I didn't watch yeah. Awkward Black Girl. I need to go watch it first. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Yeah, awkward black girl, man. That's some memories, right? That's some years ago. It was honestly, it was really inspirational watching it because I yeah. was like, it showed me just do the work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was looking at the quality exactly. of the videos and stuff, and I was like, man, this is not the best quality. No, but I was it like, wasn't. but she kept working. Right. It, it was know? not the best quality, yeah. but and things evolve over time. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you do the work, like yeah. I really believe God meets you halfway. Yeah. But you gotta do you gotta do something. Yeah. Shoot, and sometimes he'll come more than halfway. No, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And she she definitely has been consistent because I remember when she got the deal with HBO, I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. A YouTuber yeah. got the deal with HBO. So uh, shout out to Miss Issa Rae. You know, you listening to our podcast. Girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey. You know what I love about her, too, is she put people on. I was yes. just about to say that. She the Harriet Tubman in a black film. Yes. She will put no, people on. Because she has, um, her YouTube channel is like a little network. Yeah. yeah. So she features other black filmmakers mm-hmm. and, and creators. Artists, like yep. indie artists. Yeah. Or even you if know. you look at the block party, a lot of the vendors that she had were... Um, were black, were local, local black, black owned. Yep. supposed to be, yeah, for the black no, party. I know, but for right. real, like, but, like LA, real life, yeah. Yeah. real life, you know, like you can go to LA now and go to those different restaurants that were actually yeah. there. And then yeah. even the artists like Sir and then so um, yeah. Vince Staples, and you know, so there's oh, Alice Isley. Oh my god, she's amazing. There's an artist that I love that I was introduced through her. Um, her name is Ashley DuBose, and it's mm. oh my god, I just love her. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it, yeah. So, yeah, so shout out to Miss Issa Rae. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation, ladies. Me I feel too. like we, we yes. got in there. We yes. got in there. So, um, y'all, let us know if you enjoy this conversation as well. If you enjoy, especially our conversations about friendship and sisterhood, you can email us. Make sure and email us, y'all. We want to hear y'all stories. Uh, SaveGirlSecrets at gmail.com. Or you can DM us your stories. Um, I know it was, I think it was last week's episode. We got a lot of DMs. And it was good. My pain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got Yeah, we got a lot of DMs. So thank you guys so much for sharing your stories, for being vulnerable, even in our DMs, and you know, being open and honest because you can't really send that anonymously. Right. So you know, so thank you. Thank you so much. Um Make sure and follow us on all social media platforms, Save Girl Secrets. Um, Be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. This is your first podcast. Be sure to go back and listen to all the other ones. I think this is episode 37. 37 or 39. Almost a year in, guys. Yeah. So y'all got some more to listen to. Yes. Because we started talking about it in June. We did. We had our first meeting. I mean, we started recording way before we released. But yeah, once we get to fifty-two weeks, that's yeah. But even the conversation. Oh, because it was the May Fellowship. One year, it's our anniversary. Aww. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do this year. Do Social distancing. Today. We'll see how it goes in September. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be lit. We're going to do some. Okay. Yeah. We are. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for 
tuning in. Be yes. sure to check out the video episodes on YouTube, youtube.com backslash cool save chicks TV. Love and peace. Good God. Love and bless you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>